The Protectors of the Wood episode series. Episode number 24, The Bishop Speaks. Reverend Tuck began the service with the usual ceremony, as if this were an ordinary Sunday. But when the time came for the reading of scripture, he introduced Terence Williams. Wow, they're bringing in the new people. Things are changing. The tall, dark-skinned lawyer calmly opened the Bible and said, The first reading for today is from Matthew 18, verse 18 through 20. Truly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bond in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you, if two of you agree about anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. <coughs> for where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. This is the word of the Lord. And then Tuck introduced Shannon Williams, the daughter of Terence and captain of Phoebe and Louise's soccer team. The tall 14-year-old gave a little wave to her friends as she looked over the enormous audience. Hi, everyone. She smiled and opened the Bible. Today's reading is from Luke 7, verses 31 through 35. To what then shall I compare the men of this generation? And what are they like? They are like children sitting together in the marketplace and calling out. We piped to you, and you did not dance. We wailed, and you did not weep. For John the Baptist has come, eating no bread and drinking no wine. And you say, he has a demon. The Son of Man has come eating and drinking, and you say, Behold, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is justified by all her children. This is the word of the Lord. Shannon returned to her seat as if she were walking on air. Reverend Tuck stepped to the lectern and said, I'm very pleased to see so many of you here this morning. Uh, once again, I'd like to welcome Bishop Beckett to our church and invite him to preach today's sermon. The bishop, in full costume with robe and staff and hat, seemed very formal as he rose and thanked Tuck. But he avoided the high pulpit and stopped at the lectern to speak. He used the microphone with skill to speak conversationally and still be heard throughout the great hall. I know everyone is waiting for news of last week's election. I understand that election was a major event in the life of this church and everyone wants to know who won and who our new trustee will be. And we all know that the new trustee will bring our council back to seven trustees and thus be able to break a three to three tie in important votes taking place in the near future. We know that's a big issue because it will give one side the power to impose its will on the other. One side wins and controls the future and the other side loses and is powerless to make decisions. 
it seems almost impossible for people to work together these days. Nobody will learn who won today because nobody won. Murmuring spread across the congregation. What does that mean? The bishop ignored it and continued his conversational tones. Before I tell you why, I like to say a few words about our church and even about our town and state and country. Let me repeat the words of Jesus just recited so beautifully this morning. If two of you agree about anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. And where two or three of you are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Please notice that Jesus is talking about groups of people working together, agreeing with each other, finding ways to wish for a future together. The presence of Christ and the will of the Father are invoked by two or three or more people. Groups, the spiritual community functions by agreement in groups. Whatever is bound on earth is bound in heaven. The implication is that people completely opposed to each other cannot invoke the will of God. And that is exactly what has happened in this case. We have no result for our election. The murmuring began again. And this time, the bishop's voice cut through it like a knife. To our great shame, one of our candidates has been forced to withdraw and will not serve even if elected. Like many of you, she uses a cell phone and the internet. Her accounts have been hacked and she has received threatening messages, both concerning herself and her family. And a stone came through her window in the middle of the night. He paused for emphasis. Should we then award the trustee's position to the other candidate? Should we allow criminal threats to govern our church. And in sorrow, I must report to you that this problem implicates our whole community. For it is now certain that our election is tainted with many forged ballots. It appears that a significant part of our congregation cannot agree on our rules for church governance. Our community cannot invoke the will of God because the two sides cannot agree on how to govern our church, how to live as one Christian community. Therefore, I have decided to suspend this election and continue on with only six trustees. For as long as it takes to investigate these threats and forged ballots, we do not have an army of investigators, but I believe we will discover enough of the truth to move forward. In the meantime, we can all use a good lesson in how to live together. And our six trustees will have to find ways to do so. I believe God is teaching us that lesson. The bishop looked over the congregation in silence. And people shifted in their seats, wondering if he might simply close the sermon on that note. But he began again with the definite change in his tone of voice. I cannot close this sermon without also reporting something even more important than the problem discussed so far. 
During my last two weeks at this church and in this town, I have seen an abundance of health, joy, and charity among you. People have gathered together before my eyes in a spirit of love and faith and have included a wide community of all ages and walks of life. I stand here today to ask all of you to join in this spirit. Let us not behave like those in Jesus' parable who will not dance or mourn together and who condemn the children of wisdom no matter how they deliver their message. For wisdom is justified by all her children, even those we may least expect. The spirit moves in ways that may be invisible to us. The wind blows where it wills and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know whence it comes or whither it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the spirit. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Please hear us today. We live in times of great change, danger, and conflict. Help us to move forward together and listen to the children of wisdom, whoever they may be. Amen. Thanks for listening. Episode number 25 is coming soon. To hear all the episodes, please visit our website at www.protectorsofthewood.com. For Facebook and Instagram, please visit us at Protectors of the Wood Book Series.
life to be living when I've gone away. The years roll like waves on the ocean before us. You're off in your boat with your sail in the air. My heart it goes with you. Like a hand on your forehead, more precious than gold is each strand of your hair. I'm asking the man in the sky to take care of you on that boat with your sail in the air. Mystery before us from out of our mother, the earth we all share. May earth, wind, and water go on forever. May we always go with them, our sails in the to take care of a mother around us, the earth in the air. The man in the sky wants us to take care